right, let's see. You good, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Making sure. I just gotta make sure this thing is um this this thing is running. I mean, in general, because you know it's been it's been a week. Yeah, man. Yeah, a long week. It's been, it's been a little week and a half. I'll probably discuss it at another time. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. One forty-eight should have been a one fifty by now, but nevertheless. Yeah, that's the last week. Well, I know, right? Um, <laughs> episode one forty-eight. Uh, we're back. I know it's been a very long week. A lot of things been going on. No need to discuss that. I've made a video about that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that my co-host did discuss their issues out about what's going on on Twitter as well. The so, revolution is here. Right. So it's, I mean, it's, it's not much to really speak on. I mean, it, it's a lot to speak on, but it's not much to speak on at this point. Maybe at a later time. Nevertheless, gaming, sports, still going on. Uh Actually, some things are actually going to start going in our favor as far as actually seeing sports. So that's good. Um, so baseball. Right. Um, <laughs> Sony got a conference coming up. Uh, the Last of Us 2 put out some more information. Mm. Um, college football top 25, that's that's pretty much going to be on the, ta- on, the, on the docket today as far as our uh, podcast. Thanks, everybody, who's been um, coming to the channel supporting everybody that's on this channel uh going to dj's channel still going to bill's channel even though he doesn't put anything there just go there and, and subscribe like anyway ghost town in that bitch i know just just go subscribe anyway just, just, just sub you might see a tumbleweed go across the screen every <laughs> now and then <laughs> right and but, it, um, didn't, it didn't come from a madden game hmm. <laughs> yeah. we're four away from 400 believe it or not on this channel that's cool i appreciate everybody who came to support but Nevertheless, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Um, if you don't catch us live, if you want to just download the content, it is there. You may hear my son in the background. He's having a blast. He had a falling out earlier because we're weaning him off the bottle, and he thought it was the worst thing in the world. Mm. But uh, nevertheless, we're going to get there. Um, DJ, it's been 10, maybe 12 days. How you been? Uh, I don't think it's been 12 days, but uh, never mind. I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. All those above, as you, as everybody who probably is tuning in right now, you saw the tweet. This is the first. This is the first uh, time I'm actually uh, using the the gaming rig to do the lot the podcast. So as you as you can see, I have the glow. Got everything going in rainbow colors tonight. I can also change the color, so another night I may do red, may do blue, but I'll post a picture along with the posting whenever we go live, so you see what colors coming up next. But other than that, been gaming, watching the Revolution on TV. I actually had the TV off for the last two days, and um, yeah, I found out that I was just like Jameis Winston. Come to uh, when it comes to this uh PC gaming, you know, the Division Two, I can see clearly now. <laughs> not too many things are blurry now, huh? Nah, not at all. But I can still hit. I can still hit them from a distance. <laughs> What's going on with you, Bills? How you been? I've been busy, man. I recorded a song yesterday. Got another one to record before the week's out. Got a mix one next week. So now he'll be up to three songs. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> correction. I'll be up to eight songs. I'll be up to three that y'all know of. 
<laughs> y'all still haven't heard any of them, but we're, we're getting there, man. That's I've been I've been good, man. I've been I've been chilling. That's cool. That's cool. Me just been a lot of stuff been going on on my end. Um, I'll probably you know talk to the fellas about it at the podcast over. But um, if you caught the last um, actually vlog that I did, I am starting another podcast, and um, that will probably be. Um, more information about that maybe be done on tomorrow, maybe um, Friday. I may talk. Friday's probably be a better time to do it because I, I have everything together. But we'll talk about that at a later time because this podcast is going to be totally separate from that one. And I'm not trying to coincide the two. So, but um, like I said, we're, we're going to just jump right into it. Um, before we get into The Last of Us, because obviously, you know, there's a lot going on there. We're going to get the Sony conference expectations out of the way. Um, Xbox didn't do too well showing fake gameplay i i have no pretty good console not to be console for what it did games not so much so i think everything is going to be okay on that end but um i do expect sony to, to surpass xbox exponentially i i expect them to put out some really good content they already said they're going to you know put out like gameplay the only problem i have with the conference so far that they said that the whole conference is going to stream at 10 80 30 which it's not a big deal but right about now with the connotation of 1080p 60 i i kind of i wish that was something that wasn't broadcast but i mean that's just chump change you know that's nothing compared to what we what we need to see we need to see good games we need to see some good gameplay we actually need to see some good content regardless if it's gaming or not just put something cool out there to give your console an identity and i mean you two guys know that's something i've been big on identity with the console i don't need a box that play games i need something that shows me like this is a playstation 5 and this is why so um outside of those things that's basically my expectations what about you dj um do you have any expectations for the sony conference well there's two things uh once they show off the games which is fine uh but the big thing actually my number one is show us the box and show us the price point we need to know uh, people need to know that now there's no wait till later there's nothing of that nature people need to know now what are they paying for how much is it going to cost what do you that's, think that's what, what, what do you think the price point is going to be i say about 500 think 500 mm-hmm. okay I, I i'm more thinking around the 549 but i think 500 is fair what what about you, Bills? Expectations to Sony? Because I know you've been pretty much on Xbox most of this generation. So what are your what are your thoughts? Um, well, as for the price point, I answer that part for first. I think they're gonna actually be more expensive than Xbox this time. I think that is a genuine report from everything we've been hearing. I I, I actually believe that. I think five fifty is realistic. Yeah, I think Xbox right. might come out somewhere around four ninety-nine. Um as far as expectations. Live gameplay would be nice. Do I expect it? Yes, because Xbox dropped the ball on that. Um, and really, more importantly, there's no excuse because now y'all have had another week to prepare. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really looking to be blown away by graphics. It's going to be running at 30 frames, so I can't really be too wowed by the fluidity. I just want to see games. I want to see what y'all are bringing to us. Um and that's that's pretty much it. You know, I honestly I'm more 
important. What's more important to me is the Mad 21 trailer at this point. I mean, uh, that's what I really care about because so much was made about that. I, PS5 is going to be PS5. I'm probably going to buy it. Nothing they're going to say is going to really sway me from not buying it um, because I don't think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Now, if it was Xbox, and I'd say, yeah, this might be a make or break. But, eh. They, they, uh, the Xbox cannot afford to shoot themselves in the foot any longer with what they're doing. Yeah, that's what I'm they, saying. They, they, they can't do nothing else at this point. They got to really start trying to knock it out the park from here on out. Yeah, like I know yeah. Sony. I know Sony's going to... Um, you know, so Sony's going to come out, and if they play it safe, you know, they'll show games that they are very sure about, and they'll show footage that they're very sure about. So I don't I don't see anything where they might um, shoot themselves in the foot. Like I said, if this is an Xbox conference, you know, they're always a wild card. It could be the shittiest thing you've ever seen or one of the best things you've ever seen. You never know from day to day. So. Right, right. I, I just think that with – Another thing I didn't talk about when it comes to this expectations thing, they need to give me, I'll say at least four decent, now I'll be lenient, maybe three decent exclusives coming out the gate before I consider buying this console. Because that, that's what's really holding me. It's like, I need to, if it's something on here that I can't get on my PC, I will buy it. But it has to be at least three or more. If it's two, um, I'll be like, all right, I can wait. If it's one, I'm... I'm it, that's gonna probably be like a next year purchase, but a day one purchase for me, it has to be at least three. I hope for four, but Sony has been known to do this type of thing to, to give you exclusive. So I, I don't expect nothing less. So um I know you guys heard me before. I said I want like a Dreamcast style release. When when the Dreamcast came, you had almost I can't remember, I don't even know if you know off the top of your head, DJ. What we had at least about almost like a dozen exclusives. I think so, yeah. It was about 12 or 13 exclusives on the Dreamcast alone. It was like, why not buy that console? But it's like, I, I don't think we're going to get that. That's why I was like, I'll pull back and say maybe three, maybe four. And uh, I'll probably purchase it. Um, another thing since I've been away, since I, I haven't really been on Twitter, um, I did my due diligence. I did get me a PlayStation 4 Pro. That's supposed to be here Thursday. How much you pay for that? You don't want to know. And I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, fuck uh, that. Nah, you fuck don't want to know. Hey, nah, listen, listen, I do want to know. Well, I mean, listen, the, the purchase was I had to buy it or else. You heard the last podcast prior to me getting on. I, did. I, was, I was literally I did. bullied by my wife. My wife was like, Why the hell you got rid of it? You got all these games. I don't want to hear it. You do we get another one and you better not let it go. And, and also, your wife sound like me when you first got rid of your PS4 Pro. Why you gotta bring why? that shit up, man? Why? Because <laughs> it's like, it's like, why? Like I, I said it the first time you got rid of your PlayStation Four. I was like, why? Well, you just gonna get it again? Well, so here's the reason I'm <laughs> here's the reason I'm asking. All right, now I told you I went on Amazon. I was looking at them fucking prices, and I'm like, if you think I'm playing paying five hundred dollars for a fucking PS4 Pro. You must be out your rabbit ass mind. Well, I'm That's out my, well, well, I'm out my rabbit ass mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't say a person that buys it out of rabbit ass mind. A person selling it's out there got nah, same mind. energy, same energy. Come no, on, I mean, no, I'm not backing off from it. I'm not backing mm-hmm. off from anything. Listen, I said, bro. if you think I'm paying $500, I'm not paying $500. Listen, for listen, listen, I'm not telling you how much I paid for it, but I, I you just say you got your rabbit. I'm, I'm my rabbit ass mine. I'm just going to say that. But Good I will bro. say, I will say, I will say, I mean, the, the demand of a PlayStation 4 Pro right now is ridiculously 
It is high, and I don't understand why when you have a PS5 coming. Because. And I think I, I think I think it's because of this. I think it's because the Sony conference has not come out yet, and even with you know, you usually have some type of leak or something. There's nothing to give nobody hype for the PlayStation Five. And I think it's out there. I think it's I think it's the fact that people actually do want to play Last of Us Two at launch. Yeah, especially yeah. with what just uh, dropped in that blog. That yeah, we're we're gonna crazy. get crazy. We'll get to that. Yeah. Like I said, my wife told me. My wife said she wants to sit here and watch me play that game. So I better come up with something to get one. So mm-hmm. I end up getting she it. Whip and, that ass. And we ain't gotta go all there now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, talking. listen. I mean, listen. Heard, I, was, I, I mean, I was, going, she was I mean, I was going for a week. Y'all don't want me to go forever, right? I mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> but not so she'll beat you that bad. Hey, oh, I'm not. Man. Hey, listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it. VF gonna be driving down the street like Tiger Woods oh, after, right. the, after she took hey. that damn golf club to him <laughs> to the windshield. Uh, I, police officer gonna be like, "What happened?" Uh, she man, didn't I, yell for. Please, I was like, "What happened?" Like, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't purchase the Last of Us too. He's like, "Well, we're gonna get you right. We're gonna lock my ass up." Good. You know? Crystal, Crystal, start throwing arcade sticks all across the damn, across the damn room. Next right, thing you know, exactly. but now I think the reason why I'm so interested in these consoles is because the difference between these consoles and you know building a PC is five hundred dollars. So I probably am gonna end up getting. A console at launch only because I'm like, do I really want to drop a grand on a PC right now? It's kind of a, you know, I don't know. So I mean, I mean once DJ got his, it, it's more like it's almost leaning towards getting a PC. But I, I get where you're coming from because, like, right now, when you're still on the fence, I wouldn't say do it right away. But I, I will say like do it eventually. It trust me, it's worth it. I mean. I- Oh, I was going to say, I'm just glad during this whole generation, I've been extremely patient and have moved at the right times, going from having the pace, pace, the base PS4 to the PS4 Pro, and then going from an older gaming rig, which I got during this generation, to a newer gaming rig towards the end of this generation. So um, it is always good to have a, a steady approach to uh purchasing your next level uh console or platform of uh for gaming right yeah, i mean i i i just think I, based on don't mind my son he yeah, i'm pretty sure i hear him he, he's having a ball but at the end of the day i i highly recommend even getting a mid-range pc trust me you you will you will not regret it not just for gaming there's so many other things you can do with it now, what would you consider a mid-range uh, PC? Uh, mid-range, at least getting, well, I would say a 580, but at least getting right now, getting a 1600 um, CPU, Ryzen 5 1600 with um, maybe just a uh, 1060 or a 1660, not the TI, but just a 1660. Anywhere mm-hmm. around that area is like mid-range. Anything above that is above mid-range. So, I, and, I mean, with Which those. I mean, exactly where I'm at. Right, I mean that you're above mid range right now. You got a 26 and a 1660 Ti, mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, but anywhere around that area, I mean, if you even you know get that, I mean, you're good. Um, especially if you want to play games, you know, 1080p 60, or and in, in some cases 1440p 60. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, th- that's the area to go right now because I mean, 
all intents and purposes with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series, I highly doubt we're going to get 4K60. And I, that's one thing that I, I really don't want to get into right now because that kind of makes me upset. I want to be actually hype about these consoles a little bit. I don't, I don't want to talk about that right now. But um, my, my purchase of my PC was me revolting from the console genre. Uh, that that was that's basically what I did. Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. And like me, I was thinking about getting a 3600 or 3700 for my uh, the the CPU out of this, the 1600 I got right now, and mm-hmm. that that's basically going to get me up to well, right now I could do 4K 60 high, but with that I can at least do 1440 at 140, and I want the frame rate. So I mean, but right now I'm only doing 1080p at 140, and I'm doing you know 4K. Slightly below sixty on high, well sixty on high, but ultra, I get around about forty five. So yeah, because the one I, because currently what I have, uh, when I first got it, I, I tested it out on my smart TV. I can do four K thirty right now. Right, 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 right. So. Yeah, right. You know, so I mean, right now you you know you're pretty you know you're 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 straight for a good while, even if you don't want to do anything to it. Mm-hmm. But um, nevertheless, um, I think Sony. I think we all can agree that Sony's going to be you know. Sony's going to be okay as far as their conference. I think they're going to be all right. I don't see oh. anything out of the way that they can really mess it up. Unless, if they, unless if they show like really bad gameplay. Right. Another thing. I heard that this, they already taped this. Yeah, yeah. I heard that too. Uh, yeah. So too. that's another thing just to keep in mind. They've, they have already taped it. Well, as far as what I know, they've, they've already taped it. Because they're gonna, because of everything showing up, and it's gonna be at the highest, what, 1080, 30 frames per second. And then I think, just like all the other conferences, they kick out a higher resolution. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. That like after the fact, they're gonna give a, another file with the 4K um, actual um, version of the conference. Yeah, I did, I did hear that. Now that is true. Um, I just don't, I don't want to hear about. They're better off not saying anything about resolution and frame rate. Just give us the game. Well, too late now. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about when it comes to gaming. Because when it comes to the game, I don't want I don't want to have a situation where, like we have with uh, the new Assassin's Creed. You know, it's like we don't want to hear about that. I mean, uh-huh. it's hell. If anything, you know, you just just scam us. Just say, oh yeah, we're going to get high fidelity, and we find out the shit is like, oh, this is bullshit. Because if you say it beforehand, people are probably not going to want to buy their games. I, I just think it's not a good idea. Um, but anything else y'all got on the conference, and y'all want to jump right into Last of Us too? Well, let's let's jump into the uh, chat real quick. Uh, okay. I know uh, Pooh just brought up a good point about Twitch because I know I know you guys got on me about like humming a, a tune or whatever, but uh-huh. apparently Twitch is now getting hit with those heavy uh, takedowns. That what is was it DMCA takedowns? Really? Uh, off of, off of what? Just just background humming? music. No, if all the people that have been streaming, they'll play music in the background mm-hmm. and as part of like you know the mood or whatnot. Well, people's videos they call them VOD, video on demand on right. Twitch, have been retroactively receiving DMC DMCA takedown. Wow. So and Twitch is basically leaving all their users out to dry. They're not protecting them one bit. So like people have been pulling their uh their VODs and download them back onto it so they can store them or place them someplace else in fear of losing them. So, uh, yeah, that's that's also what's been going on. And and like I said, I saw Twitch, uh, Pooh's uh, comment about Twitch is getting out of hand. That's exactly what's been going on. 
That's crazy. I, I I mean, I haven't been on Twitch since the last time I um I live streamed on there a few months ago. Cause yeah, I, decided, same I, I decided to put all my streams because after I found out copper wasn't what it all cracked up to be, I decided mm-hmm. to go come right back here to YouTube and you, start live streaming. You, you, it's funny nobody's talking about that now. Yeah, I know, right? Because that was like one big deal back in December, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Copper um, then COVID and then, <laughs> then, then, cop, then, then cops for real. You know, like I said. <laughs> Got, yeah, so like the damn word of the year is fucking cops. All co- all Coppa did was basically say, "Oh, you can't watch, you can't use any of your YouTube red features while watching a kid this a video that's for kids." Like, get the fuck out of here! Right. That's right. basically all Coppa did. And do anything. Hold on one second, folks. All right. Let's see what else we got in the chat? See, I'm like scanning back and forth. I know. And Pooh's been the main one talking. I know there's other people watching, so you know you guys can speak up. Not all at once. Can't let Pooh get all the words in. Yeah, he usually he barely talks anyway. It's like I'm surprised he's like actually here talking like that. But uh, nevertheless, um, mm-hmm. you got anything else with the uh, Sony conference bills? No, I'm good. You know, I, I just hope they show some good games at the end of the day. I just really hope they do because I mean. Xbox didn't do a good job, and Sony has been doing a pretty good job of it last this generation. So the next one, it's good to start off on a good uh, note. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, EA, we are waiting on you. Yeah, now they have to they have to kick out that trailer soon and quickly. Well, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that. That doesn't well. suck either. Mm. Okay. Um, first of all, with the Last of Us Two, they don't have a difficulty trophy. So, oh damn! Just jump right into it, like episode four. So. <laughs> no, they, they, they have no difficulty trophy. So even if you went beat the game on any level, you just get a trophy for just beating the game. There's no beating it on the grounded or grounded plus or whatever the case may be. Um, they have like what six, six different difficulty settings. Yeah, let me. I'm just scrolling all the way down at the end because that's where they have it pictured. I'm looking at it right here. It says game difficulty is challenge, player, enemies, allies, stuff. That, that's just way too much. Let's see. Here we go. Yep. To very light, no, 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 light no, no. So, moderate, yeah, yeah, hard, survivor, and then there's custom because. Yeah, yeah that's the, the same. They got the, that's the same, but they got six different settings with five different options for each setting. Yep. This, this is all over the place. Yeah. Well, this, no, because the thing is. I was and I put this on Twitter. It's like, you know, me and DJ talked about this before. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I do want to play on the default level, which I guess would be moderate. Yeah, it looks maybe, like moderate. Like moderate will be maybe up. even push it up to hard. But what I don't want, I don't want my allies being any worse than the enemies. If you're AI, you're AI in general. So whatever I have the enemies on, I want my allies on. And then as far as the resources, I probably put that up to a survivor. Stealth, I'd probably put that up to Survivor. So I think these are valuable settings mm-hmm. um, for people who probably played the first one and saw a lot of issues. I don't have a problem with this based on what I'm looking at because when you... This this comes to a, a thing where when you want to modify the game based on difficulty, and I don't see a problem with that. Um, me, personally, I think it's going to be moderate all the way over, I mean, all the way through. Maybe play it on hard all the way. That's just for me if I decide to, you know, 
you know, just play the game, you know, casually. But mm-hmm. I can see where somebody wants a challenge to where, like, say, you want to play uh, the player um, difficulty, the actual player difficulty may be moderate, but the enemies and allies might be on Survivor. So they can, like, the enemies and allies would be, like, really aggressive against each other, and you use your own skill to fight within those two battles. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Something yeah. like that. Uh, or, like, say, for instance, you want to play on very, you know, difficult, like, say, you want to play on Survivor, but your resources may be very light to get the real, real difficulty of the game. Well, because the thing is, when you play on the highest difficulty, you're at mercy for how the game's developed, right? You know what right. I'm saying? So there, there might be an issue with, oh, shit, well, they're, like, unrealistically fucking accurate when they shoot, but they do flank me, so that's a positive, right? Or you could have them be not accurate enough on high, but then, you know, your resources matter more. So it's like, it's a give and take. I'm glad that they, you know, compartmentalized it so that, you know, you can can tell them make the experience to how you really want it to be. Even even though everything is, this is is literally all over the place, this is actually a very good idea. I'm going to be honest with you, Football games could take notes of this. Some basketball games could take notes. Uh, of State this. of Decay two could yeah. take. Uh, State of Decay, yeah. State of Decay two could take notes. Of I this. think Call of Duty would benefit the most in they their would campaign, too. in their campaign mode. They would too, absolutely. Because sure. I I can see myself playing this like saying like, like the stealth uh be like very hard, but the enemies would be easy. Okay, stop. Because that that will um actually uh give you a, a sense of having to really to be stealth because even though that mm-hmm. you might have trouble you know stealthing around if you get caught the enemies might not give you a problem but the fact that it's hard to stealth you may still get your ass waxed well you let's look at this th- let's look at this other side though because you know that's that's something i think this other side's more interesting than even that side the combat accessibility one is pretty interesting yeah you know, that's you what I'm looking at right now you have options to not let hostages escape um, you have yeah. you have options for basically your allies to never have anything happen to them, which is funny because that was basically the first fucking Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty and, much. And, and, and that was the one. issue. And then there's another one where it says uh, enemies don't flank. You can turn that on and off. I'm like, damn, you want which, the civil war to happen? I'm gonna say, who the <laughs> hell is your, right? You just want to walk in a straight line and okay, we shoot and then you shoot, like right. Uh, like people like Kids Moon may appreciate that one. Oh God! Yeah, I, I'm just looking at I'm just looking at all the scenarios that you can do with invisible this. while prone. No, right. that's horrible. Well, that's where, horrible. Wait a minute, where do you see that at? That's it, that's the second from the last one. Second, yeah. yeah, second from no third from the bottom. Yeah, third from the bottom. Uh, stealth. Um, not no, the other side. The second, the second screenshot. Oh, 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 I'm looking at difficulty. Okay, yeah, com- accessibility. combat accessibility. Yeah. See, I haven't even gotten to this yet. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the actual blog. So yeah, because I'm I'm just on what uh, Broken Games HD sent uh sent out. I'm yeah. I'm looking at that tweet because it's in the chat. So. Yeah, I'm not even looking at the accessibility. I was just looking at the mi- the mix and match you could do with the difficulty. I think I think this right here intrigues me more. That on and off stuff with accessibility that that is horrible. Like yeah, enemies don't right. flank. Right. Like, wait, wait, wait. There was something that Broken Games said in his video, and I watched that video. And I know one of the things he points out is like it's probably going to be a whole lot of fraud. But then. Moments later, he talks about having the auto switch on 
while he's playing, so he doesn't have to manually switch weapons when you're out. So ammo, I was like, what? that's kind of amateurish. So and this, and, and this is what I'll say, and this is what I'll say to people like him, right? See, the issue with these streamers that hardcore stream and always want to display how they play the games and shit, the issue with them, the shit becomes more of a competition than enjoying games. Where, mm-hmm. what, what, where's the point where we look at a game that's not competition based? Is it doesn't have any competitive realm? It's not. I should say it's not in the competitive realm as far as you playing against other people. When does it come to a point where you say, "Look, the person wants to enjoy the game playing that way. Let him enjoy it." Does that make them not a real gamer? No, Bills. This is the exact reason why I put the football um videos up. It ain't about competition. I'm not making, I'm not doing any commentary. So people don't have to worry about, you know, how I feel about it. It's just me playing the game and I just put it up on the YouTube. It's just me enjoying the game. And, and even when I do commentary, I mean, you can tell I, I enjoy it, but it's just, it's not about me being better than the next gamer. I'm just playing the game and enjoying it. And I think this is where, what you're trying to, um, this is what you're um, talking about. Well, yeah. here, here's, a, here's another thing. I think the whole, like, competitive nature of this uh, whole gaming thing. I think sometimes it's just a lack of being able to really perform like on the basketball court on the, when you go outside and play. Like, you know, half of these people that are talking about, I got like the platinum trophy and whatnot. Well, they, they get out on the court and they get crossed up real quick. That's what I'm about to say, DJ. These dudes who look <laughs> they can at catch. They can catch these uh, L's on the court, but they... That's what I'm about to say. I promise you all these people who are out here talking about getting good at video games, they don't even know what a basketball looks like. They probably probably try to dribble that shit with their knees or something. Yeah, you already see Black Bond got got both knees repaired. You see what (laughs) happened to him. It's just like... But that's what I'm saying. Catch it on the court. But they, they're but, so worried about how other people play their games mm-hmm. to the point. Oh, like the, the, you read that in the first thing, you go, oh, there's gonna be a lot of fraud now here. Like, really? Shut the fuck up. Okay, what if they are fraud? What does that do for you? Mm-hmm. Nothing. This is is it gonna affect how you play game the game? Gatekeeper, right? And that's that, what I'm that's saying. Just like shut the fuck up and play your game. Yo, yo, let me say <laughs> something. We could easily do that with these fucking online gamers. Do we? No. Shit, we can do it with just Madden offline in itself because a lot of these people were doing these breakdowns. Well, mm. let's not talk about that. Well, well, not, a, not, just, people <laughs> doing the, not just the people who are doing the breakdowns, but the people who are posting screenshots bitching about the game and they can't even run the ball on a game where it was easy to run the ball. Mark later, yeah, you and, and, and news flash the game plays better on PC, anyways. So <laughs> Yeah, 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 Mark, Mark Raider, make sure to leave that dislike you do every week, you fucking bitch. Anyway, um, anyway, like I was saying, yeah. So my, we my, can... my, my only issue with this, this combat accessibility thing, I, I don't care how you play a game, but this invisible wild prone enhanced, yeah, that's, that's like a lot, of the, a lot of the, yeah, enhanced dodge, weapon sway, weapon now, now weapon sway. They shouldn't have it on off. That should be tied to the difficulty on the other side. Shoot, they got the slow motion in here. No, no, that, no, that, that got to go. This is not Max Payne. That got to go. But <laughs> the weapon sway, I can see if you put the harder the difficulty it is, I can see where the weapon sway would change. But the toggle it on and off, that's BS. You know what's funny? I was going to bring something up. I was playing that latest Star Wars game last night. Mm-hmm. Um, It was interesting. They had it where you could turn off quick time events. Really? Yeah. Wow. You, you could turn off quick time events. 
You can turn them off. Wait a minute. Could you turn them off, but it would just automatically play out? No, because... you. Well, that's the thing. I didn't try it. It just said it turns off quick time events. It and... probably automatically plays them out, or maybe. You know. So, but maybe, or maybe on... you just would play it a different way. Maybe you would play it out instead of, um, I don't know. This another one say hostages don't escape. So when you grab an enemy, they don't they don't they, try to break free. <laughs> they they struggle, but they can't get out. <laughs> You'll be pointless because then you can just put your controller down and go make a sandwich and come back. There's still gonna be fight trying to fight. Here's, here's the thing. But this is the thing. It, why why would they? Why should? Why would you have the animation to struggle if that's the case? That's what well, I'm saying. But here's the thing. One of the features of the game is that you can hold somebody hostage to keep from being shot yourself. So you, you got people that are probably just gonna grab one person and drag them through whatever part of the game they can drag them through. Just to get that, through it and then that, kill that person and then go on. See, that's that's my problem. With it. It's like, I mean, the game's gonna be easy, I get it, but I mean, my god, I mean, play how you want to play, but it's just like not some of this stuff is like a Man, severe handicap. It's a all, severe I, handicap. All, all I know is that for you, then people that want to be competitive want to be like, Yeah, I'm the best gamer, you better show them settings before you stream. If you don't, and that, you're that's fraudulent and that's where. That's where I can agree with him. But to come out and see that, and the first thing you're going to is, there's going to be a lot of people frying. It's like, bro, we'll make sure you put your fucking settings on the screen before you start streaming then. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can see myself actually turning off is enhanced dodge. And um, I'm not going to touch invisible while prone. I, 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 I want to be visible no matter what. It just, just keeps me on my toes as far as being stealth. But um, well, I my, here's I, my I, thing. I'll turn, I'll turn off slow motion and turn off enhanced dodge. Well, here's That's my it. question: What, what, how does the dodge work if it's not? If enhanced dodge isn't on, is it trash? Like that's what I want to know. Like, That's what animation question. are you getting? That's a good question. I mean, if that literally turns off a gameplay mechanic, y'all put in that might not be such a good idea. Hold on, it said reduce enemy yeah, perception. Uh, I'm cutting that off too. Yeah, no. Yeah, a lot of that shit I'm not gonna reduce because it can kind of be. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to reduce. I don't want nothing reduced. I want a normal. Yeah, they only give you on and off of those. Yeah, I want. I want a normal gaming experience. And if 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 the if the enemies are like they got shit for brains, I mean, it it just makes no sense. That invisible wild prone is wild though. I don't know why that's even in there. Or we can make it all easy for everybody in that crowd, that competitive gaming crowd. No gaming, cha- no, no, no gaming challenges on that game. Period. Don't put anybody. No, 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 no. That game, you cannot put a challenge on because I'm like, if, you know, we already saw kids move, go through his challenge and he get accused of cheating and, and frauding or whatever. Imagine you got all these settings all of a sudden that you can just manipulate at any point, any time. But that, but why? Well, I would say they gotta happen. show. They gotta show the settings before they start the stream, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like the option. I, I, it's just some of these things is like for me personally, I think it's a little too much. I don't. I, I another thing. I want to know what what the default settings going to be like. Is some of this stuff going to be turned on? Is some of this going to be turned off? Because I I got a feeling that invisible while prone is going to be um off. No, it's going to be it's going to be on by default. I mean, it's going to be it's going to probably be limited or unlimited by default. See, since this is a sequel, and it would if a person had 
you know, memory storage of the first game. I wonder if it would go off the statistics of the first game. Or I don't think it it, it is going to do that. But if it did, I wonder that, if it would set up the settings. But that sounds such like a Sony. On, that sounds yeah. such of a Sony. Sony does stuff like that. Like they did that with um. With, like you uh, died five hundred down. You died five hundred times. Yeah, We're gonna put this on that, light, very what, light. <laughs> yeah, what game that was that did that? Um, well, man, Metal, did Metal, no, no, Metal Gear Solid One did that. When like, mm-hmm. if you have like, if you play against, um, I think it's Mantis. I can't remember who you oh, played. Psycho Mantis. Psycho yeah. Mantis. If you had like a Castlevania game save on it, it'll tell you like what games that you played or whatever while while you're fighting Psycho Mantis. I thought that was like one of the coolest. And I'm surprised nobody else do that still. Wasn't it on the first Last of Us? If you kept dying, they'll ask you if you want to turn the difficulty down. No, yeah, there's a couple of games that do that. That does it. God of War does that. I think all the God of Wars do. All right, that. yeah, God of War did. That. I know. I know for a fact the last one did. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know if the new God of War does that. I know one, two, and three did that. If you got, if you got, if you kept kept dying, there's like, and there's actually a trophy for that. Like if you if you die too many times and they ask you, do you want to change difficulties? A trophy called "Getting My Ass Kicked," and you get a trophy for it. Yeah, I'll be getting offended. I'll be like, motherfucker, don't come at me like that. No, I don't want to change the difficulty. And then you know what it'll do is say, bring, then you get the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> like it heard you. It's like they should have had that question on Crash when I was slaving through that fucking game. That's when they should have asked you want to turn difficulty down. Bro. All right. Um, Daniel was asking, um, what game were we talking about? Um, the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, motherfucker, last- you should have been here at the beginning with your late ass. Obi Wan yeah. also says, "You know, I don't care for that as far as like yeah, said fraud. he said, but there there do be people, some people fraud, and that's yo. And that's let me say, across YouTube in general, and it's not even about gaming. People be frauding about all kind of shit on YouTube. No, now. Yeah, but, um, be frauding about how much money they can put down on a challenge. Yes, I'm talking about you, GLM. Yo, that dude's still around. Yeah, he's still around, <laughs> babe. You know, gamers live matter still around. <laughs> okay." Oh, yeah, he, he was on the, the Kids Move Street. That's, that's what I'm saying. Him and then a couple other people showed up that had been there. Even um MVP Deadly Messiah showed up at one really? point on, on, a, um, on one of those challenges. I was like, what the My thing is, I'm just he, not. For, he's been gone for a while. I'm just yeah. not for those challenges in general. It just creates such toxicity in the fucking community. I mean, well, my, uh, thing is, my thing is, Bill, if it's like. I don't have. I, I understand why that side of YouTube do it. It's nothing against my understanding. But when you have a legit challenge, when it's like you're actually rooting for somebody to beat a game that's really difficulty, or really difficulty, really difficult. I think it's different than compared to watching someone fail. But that's what I'm saying. But but see, and we and we talked about this offline. That's why I don't like the challenge anymore because now it's almost like. These motherfuckers are just creating these challenges, and and you know the people watching, they're literally just watching to laugh at somebody and watch them fail. And I think that's corny. If you're yeah, watching, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the bully beating up the little kid, and everybody's laughing at him. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I think the shit's corny at this point. Right. But mean, meanwhile, the motherfuckers that are sitting there laughing probably couldn't even beat fucking GTA. You know. If they fucking went and didn't even do any side missions, just went straight through, they probably couldn't even beat the shit in a decent amount of time. Probably couldn't beat Miss Pac Man. Fuck GTA. I'm saying. I think, and that's that's the other thing is that these games aren't set up for challenges like they used to. Remember the challenge? uh, Beat Contra without the 30 man code. Now that's a challenge. (laughs) That's a challenge. 
it's probably right. Right now, there's probably like a couple of games that have like a permadeath mode in there. Like I'm playing No Man's Sky, and that has permadeath mode now. It's relatively easy to play that permadeath, but if you were to die, it erases your save. I got a challenge. I got a challenge. Okay. Put put APF on the highest difficulty <laughs> and, and, and face the legends in a mm. play now game and see what happens. Mm. I guarantee you won't win. Hey man, listen. Some people. I'm not talking about custom sliders. I'm talking about go to the difficulty and put that shit whatever whatever the highest is called, Hall of Fame or whatever. Listen, some people can't play regular Madden on normal to be be winning games. Uh, with that, yeah, so. Mark later. <laughs> Daniel Daly put out Ninja Gaiden. That game on normal difficulty is 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 hard as balls. That's just on original Xbox. That game is no joke. Mm-hmm. That game that 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 game is like known for being difficult. Like I've I'm like halfway through it now. I haven't played in like a year because I got frustrated with that shit. But um, nevertheless, um, Last of Us Two coming out June nineteenth, um, which is Juneteenth. Yeah, Juneteenth. Um, hmm. uh, I, I when I saw that date, I was just like, you know, do I feel like playing a game uh, that's mostly white people in it on that day? <laughs> yeah, come on with that. <laughs> Talk about oh, the last of us. There's like very few black people in there. It definitely is oh, the last of us. Oh my god. Motherfuckers <laughs> should be called the last of them. Right. <laughs> yeah, the last. According to that one, uh, when they played that the, the, the demo, when they played it, they showcased it. It was the last Vita. <laughs> That's why I fuck with Mafia 3, yo. That whole story <laughs> is a black dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember when I walked in one of the cafes, not even thinking about it. They was like, "What are you doing here, boy?" Yo, I did that shit too. <laughs> Yo, I did that shit too. I got, I got far enough in in uh, Mafia Three where uh, it was actually a mission. I was uh-huh. supposed to come in and interrogate somebody, and as soon as I walked in, I saw the white only sign. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Because the dude, because <laughs> the dude on the outside was like, "You better get away from here. This ain't your place." I was like, "Oh hell no." <laughs> Yo, I, I think I had I had recorded this moment, but I don't know if I had uploaded or whatever. I remember I walked in the diner. It was like, what are you doing here, boy? I was like, oh, like, shit. I literally, like, straightened up and walked right back out that bitch. You could actually get arrested. I, now, I'm not sure about this, but I think you can actually get arrested for going to a white-only establishment on that game. I, I, I think I, you I, can. I, I, I mm. absolutely need to get it finish up. Um. Mafia Three. I haven't even started yet. I need. I need to get that. It's really good, man. No, I mean, I got, I got it. I got it on PS4, but you know, it's I'm really good. Now, I'm just now getting my PS4 back. It's like I got so many games just sitting here with no console. But um, yeah, I, I got Mafia Two. Well, I had it because you know I already had it in my library. But um, once the in the remastered version came out, we they gave that to us on PC for free. All right, all right, Ravens Nation. Um, and. It, Put his uh, comment up there. I'll, I'll point something out real quick. Anyone play Metal Gear Solid 4 on Big Boss? Mad, Mad Dole? Mad Dole? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was a lot of meddling going on, but it's metal. I'll tell you what he's not getting a Mad Dole for. Fucking grammar. Oh. <laughs> fucking grammar. <laughs> You're still stupid, man. <laughs> no, nah, but um, Metal Gear Solid 4 is still an, another great game that nobody really talks about anymore. It's cheap. They're not four. Cheap. Not four. I should say the last one um, that they put out. Was that Metal Gear Solid Four? No, that's five. Oh, yeah, five yeah, was okay. the last one. Five oh. was okay, but four is four is like yeah, down. Five right. was, if I think, to my knowledge, five is still incomplete. 
Yeah, so even it's not finished, and it and it never be finished. You're right. I think oh. like at, I think it's like at the chapter what seventeen or something like that. It goes downhill because it wasn't finished. And since we were talking about Mafia Two, do not get that so-called remastered version. That shit's garbage. That really? shit is certified. That shit is awful. I got it for free, man. I mean, don't beat me up. I mean, so that's why you got it because you got it for free. So I'm wait, not wait, wait, that means, that. wait, you got it for free straight up, or did you already have it and it just upgraded itself? Yeah, it, it upgraded itself. Like, like that's what, it, I figured. what they've been doing on Steam lately. Like, if you get a, a, a remastered version of a game and when it comes out, you'll get it for free. Like, the bio, I think it was the Bioshock collection. Mm-hmm. When they when they upgrade, when they remastered that, I got those for free. Um, same thing with um, Mafia, and I think they're going to do the same thing with Saints Row when that comes out with a remastered version. I think they're going to do that. They've been doing a lot of that, but my um, my experience with Mafia Two on PC, I haven't had any issue. I heard a lot of like technical issues was there, but I haven't had any, and I'm like probably like twenty percent through through it so far. Bro, I saw a video. Then they have like, don't they have like a um Assassin's Creed Unity like type of glitches or something like that? Bro, I saw a video. Now this is all on PS4. Now I have it on Xbox One, and it's not terrible on Xbox One, but more so it's the fact that I just I'm not impressed with the graphical upgrade they claim they were given to it. But on PS4, oh, y'all, y'all got shafted then. On B on PS4, that shit is a fucking catastrophe. They were sitting in like it was one of the cutscenes where him and uh oh the fuck is his name. Uh, Joey, whatever the fuck, they were talking, and a car literally came through the fucking wall, (laughs) and they didn't move. (laughs) And the rest of the cutscene was literally just them talking, glitched through a fucking car in their living room. You want to talk about glitches? Check out my uh, (laughs) State of K two episode five towards the end. Like I, said, I can honestly say I have not had any issue with Mafia 2. I've been playing it on PC. It's been fine. I, I can't say that it doesn't have it, but I'm about 20% through and it's, it's, it's so far good. I hope, Mafia Mafia one, is- I hope Mafia 1 is not garbage, man. It doesn't look garbage. It already looks better than Mafia 2. Yeah, it does. It does. Remember, it's a total remake. Like They redid it from the ground up. Ground up, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is true. But yeah. I mean, the Mafia Two itself, I mean, in in general, that game is a great game. It's a shame it is. it's all jacked up the way it is. It was a great game. That yeah, that was the first Mafia I played. I haven't even played Mafia One, but that trailer and the screen. Well, did actually they have they shown the footage or just screenshots? No, the screenshots just show, look amazing. No, just they just show green screenshots. They Man, those screenshots are crazy. I played Mafia One on original Xbox. I still have it. I mean, it, it's an okay game. Two is obviously was better. But mm. Mafia One's not bad, but it's just it's, two is just a better game. Mafia Three is great though, man. I love the missions. The missions are very. I, need to, I really need to get into that game. I need. Yeah, to. I'm. I'm. I'm finally like. I'm finally like all in on it. Like I'm gonna play it until I finish it because I remember at first I had it on PS4, and I just didn't finish it. I think it came out like around the time Madden was supposed to come out. And I need something to hold me over. Right. So I played it, and then Madden came out, and I like put it down. But nah, man, it's 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 really good. Really yeah, good. I'm. I'm gonna have to get it. I'm gonna have to get into that. Especially if you put realistic, uh, realistic driving on. That's another thing. Yeah, talking to you, GTA Five. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just have a setting on there for that. Yeah, I mean, they just they just took a whole step back from their last game. It makes no sense. And now they might not be putting out a game until 2024. 
I wouldn't be surprised. You know the problem with that is the problem with that is the game itself, GTA Five, is making shitload of money still. It's a great game until you have to drive. It, that's not it. People are going online and living their fantasy dreams in this big sandbox. Going to strip world. clubs, yeah. Online, but they're, yeah. they're, but they're, yeah, they're playing. They're, but they're, they're spending real money. They're like, they're yeah, not, they are. They're oh, yeah, not, shock right? They're yeah. not leveling up like like normal games do. They, they're, yeah. just, you know, they're every now and then some, you know, fourteen year old asking their mom for a seventy five dollar shark card. It's like, well, okay, why would we make another game? We're making seventy five dollars every two weeks. I'm pretty sure I can go on Xbox right now and see, see that shit. Probably still sixty dollars, which would be crazy. That has to be a record for how long a game is still sixty dollars. That game been out before the fucking PS4 and Xbox One yeah, came it out. Came, it came out in 2013. It came. It's matter of fact, it came, matter of fact, it came out before the Last of Us. I think that's that, that, that's crazy. It came out before the first Last of Us, and it's still doing numbers like that. Yeah, meanwhile, it, games like NBA Live dropped to like ten dollars after like two weeks. Two days. That that, that <laughs> shit was that shit was funny. I'm not gonna lie, that shit was hilarious. Uh, you know Shout out to the NLCS podcast. Listen, I Obi will tell you if Obi's still here, he'll tell you it's one of the best basketball podcasts to listen to. Mm-hmm. They tried their best to give. It, I mean, they're not like shilling for them on it, but they want NBA Live to come in. They got some of the best ideas. For live to be a prominent basketball game, and they do a good job of like making the case. Like they like all type of basketball games. I mean, they even talk about in the zone ninety eight. I mean, they're just they just Damn. talk about they just talk about all type of basketball games from like the early days up until now. And they like they don't like the fact that two K is still putting out bullshit content for their game, but live is like non existent. And live has like I mean, they just make the case that live has like this big gap. That they're just not even touching, which could make them successful. Uh, you guys need to give them a listen to. They they do a really good job. Okay, you know, so the pre- the premium, oh, just real quick, the premium edition is on sale right now for GTA Five, and it was thirty dollars at one point. Now it's half off. Um, that's insane. That it's still thirty dollars. Now, granted, you're getting all the add-ons, but still, I mean. Mm. That game is nah, for, for that game to be seven years old and it's 30. That that's crazy. That's what I'm gotta, saying. You have to understand some seven-year-old games now, you go into GameStop or whatever, those games are like two bucks. And yeah. if you try and if you try to buy that game and sell it back to GameStop, you probably get mm. like like two cents. Yeah. You know. And, and, and the thing is, Ravens Nation says right here, he says PC players keep saying Andre's content come. No, listen, it's not even the PC players. You can go on the, on on consoles and and people are still playing that game like it's brand new. And the thing about it is, Rockstar is putting out the content for them. Like, then they just have like another like like you can get the DeLorean in the game now. I, I thought I saw I that. So yeah, it's like, this is like two weeks ago. Like, look, two weeks ago they're still putting out content for a seven year old game. Bro, it, Rise so Rise Son of Rome is seven dollars and fifty cents for the Legendary Edition. Mm. And that, and to be honest, that's kind of high for that game. Seventy-five percent off. But but still, nevertheless, that's still high for that game. But nevertheless, you would think any other game that came out around that time, like you go look at Killzone Shadowfall or something like those games are probably like four bucks right now. Like, but San Andreas still thirty-five, and people is regularly giving that company money to play online. It 
to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, I can't even blame Rockstar because they're not even using they're not using any loot boxes. They're not using any crazy microtransactions. They're like, hey, look, buy our shit if you want to. You can have fun, and that's what people do. They're not even like they're not even trying to swindle people. Oh, just real quick, since I'm in the store on on Xbox, um, Fortnite is laying, and we talked about this in the Madden episode. Fortnite is really laying the foundation for how we're going to see games in the future. Because, yes, the game is free, but then they got these packs that are 60 fucking dollars, and none of them, and, and I repeat, none of these packs help you be better in the game. They're literally aesthetic costumes. You're paying 60 fucking dollars for it. I'm going to tell you something, Bills, and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a problem with that. You know why? Because the game is initially free. I'm not knocking them for it as far as the fact that the the initial game is free, but holy shit, $60 oh, for I, aesthetic upgrades. Now, I, I will agree. That is a little excessive. And they kind of make people feel like they need them. I mean, trust me, you know, I play yeah, Fortnite. They make for, the game grind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. God, that, is, that is true. Like, this is wanna, crazy. I think the only thing, the reason why they get a pass for it, because it is initially, it's a it's a free game. Yeah, and, but they can I mean, you're mean, $60 for a skin. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say they can't make it groundy, but my thing is, sixty, like Bill said, $60 for a skin, I think that's, that's ridiculous. And I, to I, the point where they basically make the game unplayable unless you buy this shit. That's another thing. I mean, when when a game is grindy, but the game is free, I, listen, I ain't got... I, I'm not going to say anything about that. I mean, if if you're paying for the, if you're paying for a game, you got to grind. I, I'm not going to not. But when you when the microtransactions are a little pricey, then I'll be like, all right. Yeah, but Ravens Nation, here's the thing, bro. You said what, we what, should, did, what did he say? Oh, so he said, it. I don't know if we should knock them or the idiots dumb enough to buy it, bro. Kids play this game. They're not idiots. They're easily swayed. Well, There's a difference. That that is true. That's when why it, I'm knocking it. it, it yeah, it's that's why the whole practice is predator is predatory. Yeah, that's yeah, why it, I'm it, knocking it, them. Yeah, it, it's almost like getting a Sesame Street game and like, hey, if you want Elmo to wear a hat, here you got to pay ten bucks. It's crazy. I, I can understand that. Like, yeah. hey, ma, yeah, I downloaded this free game, but now that you know, I I want the sixty dollars. Okay, well, if it's free, then why do you need that? Because all the all the kids have it, and there you go, sixty dollars uh-huh. right down a fucking drain. Indirect and, and, peer pressure, and, and yeah, and it's not the fact that it's you pay for it; it's the amount. Yeah, I think NFL jerseys I, on there. I, mean, now, on. I, I think that's what I think that's what Bill's getting is, is yeah. amount. I mean, sixty dollars for a skin or, or anything like that is you. You might as well just flip the flip it around and say, "Hey, pay sixty dollars for this game, and you get this for free." It's almost mm-hmm. the same thing, bro. Yeah. You get you get twenty four daily loot pinata packs. Four exclusive. I mean, all this shit that they're talking about. Yeah, they, like, okay, so now apparently they are putting weapons into these packs, which is even worse because now people are basically paying to play, essentially. If you don't mm-hmm. buy this shit, then you suck at the game. That's yeah, even pay, worse. That yeah, pay to win shit, right. That's even worse because now they're talking about putting all these special pistols and shit. This is awful, bro. And and the thing is, they spent years just, you know, feeding people uh, cosmetics, cosmetics, and now it's just like, let's sneak a weapon in they're there. Sneaking sneak stuff in, right. And, right, it, right. and it won't 
bring that much attention because everybody's still focused on the cosmetics. But like they're oh, literally yeah. paying to play. That's that's actually ten times worse than what Two K does. I don't care what anybody say. The best DLC I've ever bought was the play the, the Battlefield Four shit. I I don't care. I'll defend it that. Was- I'll defend that shit to the death. I agree. Even though, even though now, I, I'm not with the buying the the weapons, because you know you can buy the weapons pack, like get the whole DMR pack. I'm talking about like buying the premium stuff to get the maps and and all of that. Now that was worth it. That that six that extra sixty dollars was worth it. Now hey, we need other games to do that shit. I mean, you know, <laughs> th- that's basically like them putting out Madden for free, and then in Mutt they say, all right, so yeah, the game's free. Um, there's only one mode. It's Mutt. And the only way you're gonna win is if you buy this Walter Payton card. Isn't that something? Get, that, hold on, isn't that something that we've been wanting to do for like the past five years anyway? Make that shit a separate game and let them do that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's almost as like we didn't have any access to any other other modes. Literally, that was Madden, and right, they put it out you, and say, exactly, "All right, what's the you. only mode?" And if you want to win, you better buy that Walter Payton card, or you get stuck with somebody that's a fucking bum on your team. So it's still right. pay to it's pay to win. It's just awful, man. Yeah, I totally understand that. I got you. I got you. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, when you really look at this concept, I think we initially started off saying like we think the PlayStation Five is going to end up being like that. If you really look at the beginning of the PlayStation Four, they kind of kind of tried to get to that in the beginning when you saw all these episodic um, games come out. Like you look at um, what what's there, the Resident Evil Revelations. Now, a lot of people don't know that came out as a five part episode, but mm-hmm. you bought the one, but you had to wait to buy the actual disc, which yeah. they, tried, they tried to wait. They tried to wait and hold that off because when you bought the disc, you finally got all five episodes. Because at first, that was supposed to be um, a digital game only with one episode apiece. Then mm-hmm. that's when you saw all the Telltale games come along. And you saw a couple of other games try to do what Resident Evil did as well. It's like they, they kind of kind of tried it with that, where you paid for episodes. So, I wouldn't be surprised if PlayStation Five, like you said, with Fortnite, is is, is overwhelmingly popular that and successful as it's been. I would not be surprised if some other companies try that this go around because, especially with the fact that the DLC and well, the microtransactions are kind of like taboo now. Well, they're just mm-hmm. probably try to do it this way. So yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Yep. It's just it's just nuts. So, um, anything else y'all got on that? Because I think. I, th- I just think at the end of the day, when you look at The Last of Us 2 and Sony, they're probably kind of tied in together. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Last of Us 2 stuff at the Sony conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm liking what I see. Uh, I may even live stream Last of Us 2. I don't know yet, but uh, it's going to be a casual live stream. I'm not trying to do all this other shit that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of similar to what I'm going to do like I did with Gears 5 and, and Modern Warfare. And I said I was going to do that before because, well, I was going to do that with other games because I kind of got away from it, but Mm-hmm. That's more for me moving from upstairs to downstairs and and getting this Wi-Fi thing working. And it, it seemed like it's oh yeah. Speaking of that, we had a, a technician come out of here to to fix that shit because it was acting up. And now it's it's great. Hmm. I, th- I think something burnt out on one of the wires outside. He told us like, no, it's not your internet. It, it's the wires that they wired up. It was burnt out. Oh, yeah, like, sometimes oh. it can be that. Yeah, yeah. The hell it burnt out. We're like, well, but now I'm I'm running like you know I haven't. You know, had any dips or been kicked out yet? So, yay. Hmm. Um, college football twenty five, top twenty five. Bills, you want to take the, take the, uh, the realm, uh, the, the lead on that? Sure. Yeah. So, 
actually need to look at that list. Uh, 24-7 Sports. You can find them on Twitter, at 24-7 Sports. Uh, they put the top 25 out. No, this isn't really a official top 25, but it kind of gives you an idea of what to look at going into the season. I'm going to um, put the link in the chat. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you got you got Ohio State. Um, they're coming back with Justin Fields, so that's pretty interesting. Um, if you're looking at the article, Justin Fields, that's a, that's such a damn shame. Justin Fields leaves Georgia, goes to Ohio State. He's the top quarterback in the country. Meanwhile, you had Jake Fromm's fucking racist out mm-hmm. here. And, and, and wait, you, what? You didn't hear about Jake Fromm being a racist? Oh. Yeah, they had some old comments uh, surface. It was like a private conversation, but somehow uh, they came out. Yeah, it's like, what is it? Something about elite white? Yeah, he said the elite white should get all the guns or something like yeah, that. Oh, come on. Yeah. So now, now the Buffalo Bills talking about they might not even keep them. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, um, just, oh, good. No, go ahead. No, no, you good. You good. Now I was gonna say so. Uh, if you're looking at the article, they're using a metric that's called returning production. You'll notice basically they're saying how much of your key players, how much production are you getting back from the year prior? So that's the ranking that they're using some yeah, type of it, analytics. Yeah, it, it's that. the ranking of the is is yeah. it's the ranking of the production based on all 126 teams. 126. Yeah. So it says so, it's the best metric to measure out uh, how much a program loses in one off season. So, yeah, because right. even and it doesn't and it doesn't rank them by the highest because you know Ohio State sitting at ninety ninety third and that, and that's that's actually very very that just tells you that the returning production left mm-hmm. but their talent is so good they're still number one the the, the backups were that damn good mm-hmm. because even though you're ninety third out of one twenty six of the production is is, is that left. You're still good enough that your backups are were good enough to, for your team to be number one. That and is, they got and they got two five star. They got two five star um, wide receivers coming in too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like that's like amazing. That is that is amazing. Honestly, shoot, I'll tell you what's amazing: the fact that Penn State's at number five on this list. We're going to get to that. We can get to that. Yeah, we're definitely oh, going to get to that. Yeah. Um, um, number two, we got Clips and Tigers. Their production is 96. So they're ranked 96 out of all 126, and they're still number two. That just goes to show you how well their recruiting is. Yeah, I mean, they've lost a lot. But when you have Trevor Lawrence at the helm, obviously things are a lot better. I still wish that there was a league that he could go to so he <laughs> wouldn't have to play another year. But we're not going to talk about that, Vince McMahon. Oh, XFL, man. We really missed uh, I'm not going to lie. I missed that 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 league. That was a good league. You didn't miss that ass whooping my team put on your team. You got a problem with bringing up old shit. This is second time doing that. Hey, that's the last memory that of the XFL was the Washington. Uh... Man, Bills, keep going, man. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your team, um, they still got Etienne returning for a senior season. He was a baller, man. That kid's really good. Yeah, he is. Um, so yeah, they have, they have a lot of people that you know, like you said, they were backups on the team, and they can just step up. I mean, you're seeing a lot of these teams, honestly, be similar to how Miami was. Not obviously as drastic, but how Miami was in the early 2000s, with just they were a factory of pro talent and just talented people, man. 
um, on the team to the point where at one point they had Willis McGahee, Frank Gore, and and uh, oh, what was the third guy? Um, Najee Davenport. Yes, they had all three of them in the backfield. yeah, they had Najee Davenport. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's just interesting how deep these teams are. Third Alabama, not really surprised here. I am. Really, I, I don't know nobody on their team. Um, I'm not surprised yeah, only because I know that they already they are they I have mean, they great all, recruiting. No, don't, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Now they always reload. They do a great job. Yeah. But I honestly don't know nobody, so I'm like, okay, what am I getting at? Because well, this is purely based on the coaching, right? Because Tua's gone. Tua brother went to uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Well, so well they, Najee, not Najee Harris is going to be a big time running back. They oh, might end yeah. up leaning more on. Oh yeah, you know, he going, is back. He is going back. back to the Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson days. I don't know if that's necessarily going to work, but you know, I forgot he was back. Okay. Uh, number four, Georgia. Their returning production is actually 59th, so they're doing a little bit better in the way of having some people who produce big for them return this year. Obviously, they around. lost the newfound racist Jake Fromm. Um, uh, they have a graduate transfer, Jamie Newman. Okay, Jamie um, Newman came out of Wake Forest. He's actually pretty good. He's a nice little dual threat quarterback. They have yep. another one that came in that's from USC. He just came. He just transferred there too. So that's going to be interesting to what they're going to do with the quarterback. But I think about it. I think the kid from USC is going to sit here. I don't think he's playing right away, but nevertheless. Then apparently, um, they have two potential first-round DBs and Eric Stokes and Richard LeConte, so that'll show up the defense. Yeah, LeConte is good. Lecount, yeah, LeConte is good. I've seen him play last year. He's not too bad. They're playing Alabama in week three. That's going to be a really good game. Penn State, I'm, I'm surprised that they're at number five. I'm not so much surprised about the returning production. They're a team, and I know DJ brought this up, You know, they're a team that has had a lot of strikes due to the Jerry Sandusky situations. And as a result, you have these players kind of go there and buy into that coach because obviously nobody's going to go there if they don't buy into that coach. That coach is a big-time selling point. When, when you're going to a school that had all those strikes and, you know, they have that reputation, you have to buy into the coach. So that means he's doing a damn good job of recruiting there. And, Let me tell you uh, something yeah. about this. I don't know how good this team is, but the fact that Ohio State has to come to Penn State, that vote that votes really well for Penn State. They have a chance to actually, if they do everything they're supposed to do, they have a chance to end up being number one at the end of the year if they can beat Ohio State, even though it's at Penn State. That's gonna be a big um that's gonna be a big that's gonna be a big one for them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised. Florida's number six because yep, they Florida that, number they, six. They weren't that good last year, in my opinion. They were okay. I, I think it's going to be on the cohesion because you know, like it says, Florida's offense. A lot of them are coming back this year. Yeah. So that definitely helps with the familiarity. Um. Didn't Felipe Franks go to the pros? I think he mm. did. Thought he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Somebody drafted him. Oh, let me look. Let me see. No, it don't say. Says. Ooh, it don't say. It don't say. He tra- oh, he transferred to uh, Arkansas, apparently. Really? Oh, yeah, he did. I see that. With that coach at Arkansas, that's not a bad. That's not a. That's not a bad. Um. That's not a bad move. All right. So now, uh, number seven, we got Oklahoma. 
Um, you know, they're getting a quarterback that can finally throw the ball in the pocket because anybody's better than Jalen Hurts. I'm, um, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually curious about this because I heard some thing, good things about Spencer Rattler. I heard he was actually pretty good. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about him too. Uh, he's I guess there's going to be some type of quarterback uh, competition of sorts. Yeah, he's a five-star prospect. But they say that it's definitely his job to lose. Yeah, I'll say this. Oh, good. The only thing, the problem with them is the the, the loss of production that they got. They lost C.D. Lamb. They lost That's a, a couple say. other people too. So, yeah. um, Kenneth Murray is gone as well. So, with them being number seven, I, I got to see what else they're going to do on the outside because if they do if they do everything else, I mean, the Big Twelve is almost like for them to win. Um, mm-hmm. Texas may give them a struggle, but I don't see it. Uh, we got Notre Dame at number eight. I wish NYQ was here, but um, yeah, he would give us more insight on this. But uh, Ian Book for sure. I watched Ian Book last year a lot, and he's really good. He's coming back for his senior season. I mean, even the time when they played Georgia, he played a damn good game. That was a good game between them two. So yeah. I can see need, Notre they, Dame they to, coming back. They need, play, they need to play more football against each other. That was a good series. I could see them sneaking into the top four this year. Honestly, if one of these teams slides, and anytime you have two teams in the top five that are that are in the same conference. Actually, you got four teams. Two of them each are in the same conference. Okay, it's I don't pretty know, hazy. I don't know their entire – I don't know their entire um, – their uh, what a schedule, so that would tell you if they're going to move up easily. But mm. it says this year they're playing against Wisconsin, USC, and they have a home game against Clemson. That right there is the game. Yeah. Even even if they lose and if they make it close and win all their other games, they could possibly be in the playoff. But they're, yeah. they're going to have to lose close to Clemson because they have a home game against Clemson. They can't get blown out at home. It has to be at least close, and they have to win every other games. But if they beat Clemson, that that's going to be a different story. That that's in, gonna, in that's the Clemson game. Fun. The Clemson game is going to be a middle of the season game. It seems like. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting game to watch. They got Clemson, they got Duke, Clemson, Georgia Tech, Louisville, yeah, and then they got USC the last week of the season. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, Clemson, Clemson is the game now. USC, that's always a rival. It depends on where USC is ranked. That's gonna be a big deal. But the Clemson game, regardless, that's gonna be a big game for them because you don't see them two play each other much. LSU is hanging on to this number nine slot by a thread. I mean, they've lost so much production. We don't even have to read this article to know how much production they lost between Jefferson and Burrow. Uh, they lost Clyde Allaire. It's going to be tough. They, 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 do, they do have um, Fournette's brother still there. True. Uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase is still there. That's true. I, I don't. I have no idea who their quarterback is, and I, I don't see him being as good as Joe Burrow. Not by not even close. They're also transitioning to a four three, which would be pretty interesting. Yeah, it should be a run stuffing squad, but we'll see how that secondary turns out. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can see them losing a couple games this year. I can too. I definitely I, can. You see where you look at the you look at the, the rest of the SEC. You look at Georgia. You see Alabama. Um, I, I, I could see them losing maybe one or two games. Even with Florida up here at number six, you just don't know. I mean, I will say, I will say this: Yeah, the SEC is going to be wide open this year. If LSU ran away with it last year, ugh, it's going to be wide open this year. It seems like 
I mean, with, um, I mean, with that big up, but that that is all that talent that they lost. It's just just gonna be. I'm not saying that they're gonna, gonna be, be like. A, it's not gonna be like a seven and five team. I'm just saying no, yeah. anything. I'll, I'll say they'll lose at least two. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Wisconsin at number ten. Look at the returning production number thirty fourth. They have great. a lot of people coming back. I mean, if you look at the returning production, a lot of those teams in the top ten probably would end up being the smaller schools where guys don't come out in their junior year. Bills, um, Bills they got nine starters returning on defense. Nine starters. Now, mind you, mind you for the dumbasses don't know football, <laughs> there are 11 people on defense. <laughs> they got nine of them right, coming, coming back. back. So, yeah, that's going to be – that's another team that when you look at something like that, the returning production, you can see a team, once again, experienced and playing together. And, you know, all of your playmakers are coming back on defense. That means that they could easily move up the rankings. Bills, Bills. They lost Jonathan Taylor. But yep. his backup averaged two fewer yards per carry than Taylor. Yep. So it's not, it's not that much of a drop-off from yep. the running game. <laughs> and apparently there are other running backs that also are – pretty good on that team because they're gonna have a running back by committee type uh situation there so that's interesting okay so they got three games they're playing at michigan versus notre dame and minnesota i i, I don't even want to talk about minnesota because georgia southern should have beat them but that's another story but those three games they're gonna play i don't they're gonna have to win all three to be in 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 contention but i don't see it i think they're gonna get a good bowl game this year they may go undefeated and be left out Mm-hmm. It's just I, I just don't see their I don't see their um, their schedule strong enough. Not when they got to play Michigan, Notre Dame, and Minnesota. I think that's going to hurt. Michigan and Minnesota going to have to be really good, but Michigan's already like they think they're like nineteenth. You and know, the, I have to walk back something that I said. What's that? Because um, you know, I, I I figured that a lot of the returning production would come from the smaller schools, but I'm looking at this, you know, ten and beyond. You got. Uh, Texas A&M, 16th in returning production. You got that's, that's huge Texas, that Texas 21st, right? That's, so that, that, Oklahoma that, State, 9th. That is really big. That is really big. Those big 12 teams that you just named, Texas yeah. and, and Oklahoma State, this team, Oklahoma, is going to have a problem. In Texas, in Texas, the thing about them, they've been trying to build some continuity there. I think Pretty much it. ever since uh the fuck is his name? Uh who's a quarterback? Who's a quarterback? No, it's not it's not the quarterback ever since Mac Brown left. It, it's been that long. Oh yeah, Mac Brown, but I'm saying around that time I was more so thinking about the quarterback that was there. Ever since those two left, they've really been looking for some continuity yeah, and Colt some McCoy. foreign identity. Yeah, Colt McCoy. Um they've been looking for some identity and when you have that many guys returning that produced on your team, you had a pretty good year last year. Spells good things. So, yeah, I, I mean, they, I think with their coach that they got now, I think they're in good hands. USC fifth in returning production. Fifth. Yeah, that's another one. That is it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, they're fifth. Michigan is one. Well, Michigan, I don't see they're Michigan seventeenth. I don't see them going nowhere. And they weren't that good last year. No, and then you don't have the people who did make plays for you not coming back. That's not a good sign, right? Um, Minnesota's 86th, North Carolina, North Carolina Carolina is at 19. That alone is actually pretty impressive. 
Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt Brown is the coach there, so this just like what we're talking like about. We said, yeah. Um, overall, uh, overall, the Tar Heels got 17 starters coming back, including 10 on offense. Insane. So that's going to be – watch this team. I'm not going to say they're going to do anything because of the ACC, but watch yeah. them. They could surprise a few people. Yeah, I mean, you could look at them maybe being a team that plays Clemson pretty hard. That might be the only thing, only team that really gives Clemson a game this year. I could see that. So, yeah. Virginia Tech is sixth in production return. I don't see them doing much, though. The Virginia Techs fell nah. off so far. Yeah, they've fallen off really they far. They fell off so far. And um, Cincinnati is at 25. Their production is 31. Yep. But they don't have. They're not playing. They're, they're in the AAC. I don't. I don't see them playing anybody. Utah. It depends on how. Oh well. Wait a minute. Jake Bentley went to Utah, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't see anything else. I said, well, Arizona's going to be pretty interesting just because of their coach. Of course. Um, you know. Outside of that, well, yeah. well, you look at this. Marvin Lewis is the co- is, is the, oh. co- is, the is, is one of the coordinators on the, on defense for uh, uh, Arizona State. So that motherfucker's gonna suck. I don't know what Mar um what's his name? Uh oh goodness. Was it Herm Edwards? Herm Edwards. I don't know what Herm Edwards was thinking. He, probably, State, yeah. he probably just he probably just sabotaged his team by hiring that dude. <laughs> fucking fucking affirmative action. I've never seen it. I don't know, man. With him being a defensive coordinator, he might be all right. He might. Oh yeah, it'll be. I'm just talking. Yeah, I mean, just don't get, just don't give him the head coach. I mean, right. not over that. <laughs> um, what uh, what else stands out to you, um, Bill, as far as this? That's about it. That's about it. I mean, I, I think it's, I think even though this is pre 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 poll, I think this is pretty legit. I don't see it. I don't see it changing. This looks pretty good. The one thing I'll say about Clemson is. <sighs> Based on how they played LSU in the championship, not the championship game, but was it the championship game? Uh, Clemson, yeah, it was the championship game, yeah. Based on how they played LSU in the championship game, you know, LSU ended up blowing them out. The game was close for a little bit. I, You know what? And I, I cannot dog anybody who played against LSU last year. I was going to say. Every, everybody was getting ran over. I mean, it, I mean. Like like I was trying to tell these people who when they drafted um when the Falcons drafted the cornerback out of Clemson like oh he had a bad game against LSU you tell me mm-hmm. one cornerback that had a good game against LSU this year it's oh, like man. like like Joe Burrow smoked everybody like, everybody you know it, it, it I mean tell me that he had a bad game against like Western Carolina or something then we could talk so that's but, what I'm saying so when you look at Clemson. You know, we've seen that while they don't have much competition during the regular season, they respond well to competition in games that it matters. Right. Nobody's beating LSU last year. But, you know, Clemson went in this past year favored to repeat. And they got to the championship game. I don't see any reason why Lawrence can't carry them to a third straight championship game. I can agree with that. And Alabama, once again, is going to be very interesting. They have two five-star recruits at receiver coming in that'll help out whoever's a quarterback. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see them play. I, I'm not yeah. sure Alabama just yet because yeah. of you know, I mean, Alabama's Alabama, but they they lost a handful of stuff. But it's just I don't see it. Um, Georgia's always been fool's gold. They'll play good until they play against Florida or somebody and they wet the bed. Um, Penn State, like I said, if they can, you know, they beat Ohio State. Do we already know what time it is? Florida frauds. I see them getting bounced out of the top ten. Um, Oklahoma, another one. 
when you told me who's all coming back on these other Big 12 teams, it's possible that they get bounced out of the top 10. Notre Dame is going to steadily move up. I think they'll be fine. If they beat Clemson, it'll be pretty good. LSU, I think they get bounced out of the top 10 by default because they don't have the talent. And at number 10, Wisconsin, if they just continue to play what they play, I think they'll end up being like number six. I just don't think their strength of schedule is strong enough. Mm-hmm. But that, that's just me for the top 10. So this is what I'll say. Uh, I know we don't have any more topics left. Um, I'm looking at an, uh, an article that was written an hour ago about Major League Baseball. I know a lot of people don't care about baseball. This is pretty interesting. Um, so the Players Association is going to make a proposal to the MLB for a season of 89 games with a full prorated share of the salary and expanded playoffs. Okay. Um. The MLB on Monday proposed a 76-game season that would cover up to 75% of the players' salaries. They do not want that. Now, the players are willing to, based on this, they are willing to play more, but they have to get that full amount of their salary. Mm-hmm. So it says this newest, uh, the newest proposal would have the season start on July 10th and end on October 11th. It also would expand the postseason to 16 teams. Uh, eight in each league for 20, uh, 2020 and 2021. Like MLB's proposal on Monday, this offer has the players sharing in a pool of at least $50 million if uh, playoffs are played without fans. Um, the proposal also includes opt-out rights for all players. Players who are high-risk or reside with a high-risk individual are entitled to full service and, and salary even if they opt out. Players with no high-risk concerns may opt out but without service or salary. That's going to be interesting. But like I said, if the players are proposing that, then that's pretty interesting. Um, actually, no, I'll take that back. This is the MLB's proposal that said that. So actually, that is kind of interesting. No wonder they denied it. Um, I think the, the main thing about the MLB thing was all about the money. It, it, I mean, they, yeah. they, 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 they don't want to give up the money that they're entitled to. I mean, once you sign a contract, you're going to value that contract. I don't think there's anything in the contract that states that they had to get curtailed their money because of something like this. And I think that's what they're fighting for. Now, personally, do I feel like in good faith? Yeah, but we got millions of dollars on the line. I mean, what is good faith? You know, it's like- what I'll say is this, and a lot of people are going to call this a radical opinion, and I really don't care. If, if Major League Baseball does not salvage this season, with all of their, at least 90% of their star players playing, we could be looking at the beginning of the absolute end of Major League Baseball. And I'm not joking about this. Well, I can see that because of the fact that baseball is not as popular as it should be. Yeah, it's already been declining. And they've been having a hard time marketing players ever since the steroid era. Yeah. So I I, I see where you're coming from. They They have Mike Trout. Who's won three MVPs and people who don't watch baseball don't know Mike Trout for the I have most no part. idea. Like more people know about Ronald Acuna than Mike Trout. It's crazy. And, and the thing is, I mean, he was like some young kid phenomenon, and I, and I, I get it because the thing with Braves baseball, they own a superstation. They they go all over the country, even though they're based in Atlanta. I get it, but still, this guy's a three time MVP. He should be known just as much, if not more, than him. And, P- and we've had this discussion. I think I talked to DJ about this, and other people have had this discussion, right? Oh, is it Mike's Trout? Is it Mike Trout's job to go out and get sponsorships and go out and advertise himself? The answer is no. 
when your league is doing nothing for him. Now, if your league was doing everything in its power to market him, that would be different. We know Mike Trout ain't that guy to go out and get commercials and sponsorships like that. So as a result, you're looking at a league that is lacking what a lot of casuals care about, star power. I think the last, the last time they was able to really um, market their players was the chick stick, the long ball era. Yes. And that, and that wasn't even a steroid thing. That was more of um, batter, not batters, but pitchers hitting home runs. Yes. So it wasn't necessarily that. So it's like that's the last time that that was actually marketable, you know? Well, if you it, think about oh, it, God, it, to tell you the truth, it was more about people's attention spans back then. I was going to say that as yeah. well. Yeah. The yeah. other issue is when you have a bunch of old farts who are unwilling to adjust to something as simple as putting a fucking designated hitter in the National League, you will I'm never. I, I get it. But what I'm <laughs> saying is the, the amount of traditionalists in baseball is killing the sport. And now something that is out of their control may be the very death nail to their sport because they've been so irresponsible about protecting their sport in a way that would, you know, Basically, okay, this is the issue with baseball. This is the best example I can give you. They are so protective of the tradition of their sport, they are turning away people who would possibly watch if they were willing to evolve, if they were willing to change things that would make people watch. And I'm not talking about taking innings off games, but there's a lot of shit you can do to make people want to watch, and they're not doing it. And like I said, casual fans, if you're not bringing in casual fans to watch your product, you are not going to advance. Look at AEW. AEW is not bringing in casual fans. They have the same fan base for the most part they've had from the start. And, yeah, you can basically blame COVID for, you know, a couple months of it. But at the same time, if you're not bringing in casual fans, you're not growing as a business. You're not. And baseball needs casual fans. They need people who are flipping through the channels and they'll look and say, okay, baseball's on. I'll watch this. Nobody's doing that. They're not. So, oh, like I, I said, I'm not disagreeing. I, I agree with not, you. I feel you. So, at the end of the day, if they don't get this deal done, it's going to be the beginning of a slow and very ugly death to, to Major League Baseball. I mean, shit, Korean baseball is on in the middle of the night. I watch that shit before I watch. Um, the thing about Korean baseball and Japanese baseball, they do it right. They they yeah. they, they pull in the casuals. That's why it's so popular over there. It's like they don't try to make it anything like – you know, just old school. They just like, yo, we're here to have fun and we want everybody to come in. You don't feel a fun factor when you watch a major league baseball. It's just like, okay, we're playing the game. There's no excuse for more Americans to know who Lionel Messi and Christian Christian Ronaldo are than Mike Trout. I agree. There's no excuse. But it's like when you when, I mean, even when you look at Korean or Japanese baseball. You just about, I mean, they got the band. They're like, there's like a high school thing. They got the band playing. They got music playing. They got the gongs going. People are going out and having fun when they're there. It's just like when baseball's like, you just got this announcer just talking about, well, he hit 275 three days ago. And well, it's like you know. So Pooh asked a good question too. Okay. So he said, "So what's next for baseball?" Um, I'll let DJ speak on this. Obviously because he watches a lot of baseball. Um, what I'll say is this. It's a couple of things. All, All right, of these... Well, oh, what is it? No, go, ahead, go ahead, DJ. Go ahead, go ahead, DJ. 
Yeah, I, I, I was gonna go first and see directly. Oh, okay. and then I was gonna let DJ go after. Um, gotcha, gotcha. The the one the one thing I'll say that's most important: you need all the people in baseball that are the older folk to open their ears to the younger fans and ask them whether it's um you know one of their grandsons or their son or nephew. Ask them what would make you watch baseball. And after you ask them that, take those notes to every meeting that you have and bring these things up. And when you have a meeting with the league and all the owners show up, discuss these things. Because the younger generation is what's going to keep your sport alive. The older folk have tried it. It hasn't worked. So that's what I would do. I would get suggestions from people who don't watch baseball and ask them simply what would make you watch baseball. And if they tell you nothing, then know that that is just somebody who won't watch baseball and consider that just, okay, You know, I'm not going to convince you. But somebody who will say, I used to. To be honest with you, Bills, I don't think. I don't think the average person will say nothing because when you ask something body, somebody about that and it's a sport. I think a lot of people will give feedback like, well, you know, I would like to see this or I would like to say that. But I, but I some people say with soccer and hockey and DJ seen this, oh, you know, it's, you know, just, bo- it's just boring, right? You, so you know how you know how I feel about those two sports, but right. nothing, nothing bad. But I mean, when you look at America in general, those two sports are like it's not like baseball because baseball. I, I think a lot of people in, in America has some type of attachment to baseball compared to the other two. They the do, problem, but they the still is, is the disconnect because of what happened for the past 15, 20 years. Yeah, so I think I think they'll be more receptive to give you feedback compared to the other ones. Well, here's what. I, so here's what I'll say because you, you, you're getting to my next point. So so, you know, the people who say I liked it better when. Then you look back at what you did well in the past. And here's the most important thing to me. I don't know if DJ is going to agree with me, but you need to stop trying to wipe clean the great history of your sport just because these people quote unquote cheated. That's a big part of it. Okay. Because when NBA players and NBA fans and NFL players and NFL fans talk about the history of the game, they talk about all the great players that played. But when you look at baseball, a lot of the great players are filled with fucking controversy and they wipe them out and they pretend they didn't exist. It's like Chris Benoit in fucking Major League Baseball if he took steroids. It's ridiculous. I, I think you're onto something on that. Uh, so when you they, ask people... They need, they need to accept it. When you yeah. ask people, who's the greatest pitcher of all time? Roger Clemens. Well, why don't they talk about him? Well, well, what? I mean, I mean, it's it's almost the same thing with Pete Rose. I mean, it's the same thing. You you shun, on, you shun on players who are absolutely great. Barry Bonds. Uh, yeah, that's another one. You know, Sammy Sosa. And, and the some list point, goes on and on. At some point, I think they just need to do like a huge press conference and say, "Hey, this, 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 this happened. We did a bad job of doing it. We're going to accept it. It's going to be a part of our history, and we're going to move forward." But that like they don't they can't do that though. That's what I'm saying. They could easily come out and say, "Look." We cannot tell the history of our sport without and then name the list of people that you have had tried to delete from your fucking history. And guess what? The people who don't watch baseball, who hear all the baseball fans talk about how Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and all them should make it in the Hall of Fame will say, okay, this is interesting. They haven't even talked about this person lately unless it was in a negative light. That's what I'm saying. That's how you bring people to your sport. You got to tell them about the group. Yeah. You have to understand that's another reason why people probably walked away because they know what happened and they 
they they, they decide to to push them aside and don't even want to acknowledge them. So it's yeah. like, well, see, some of these people that actually cheated were like very very popular players. Yes. And when you decide to, you know, not let's not talk about them, you try to sweep them under the rug. Like, okay, since you don't want to talk about my favorite player, even though we know what he did. You're not accepting the fact of what happened. Well, I'm leaving. And that's, you know, that's, that's that's a big part of it, in my opinion, as well. And before I let DJ go, I'm going to say this one last thing. And here's the reason why. When you start talking about people approaching records, right? Who has that record? Oh, Barry Bonds. Interesting. The average fan doesn't know that Barry Bonds had that record. Why? Because they don't talk about Barry Bonds. That's why. Right. Yeah, that's true. Every time the NBA talks about LeBron passing the all-time scoring leader, everybody already knows it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I guarantee I mean, you. I mean, even when, you know, you got to think about it. Even when you, they know certain players have controversy in the NBA, they don't even talk about it. They accept it. Like, look, this motherfucker should be talking about Karl Malone easily. And they don't. And they, they say nothing about his past. And they don't, yeah. You know, and, and and to be honest with you, what he did is way more egregious than what Roger Clemens, Sosa, um, uh, uh, not Manny, but um, what um, Palmero, or it, it's uh, Jose can say it's way more egregious than what they did. These Think guys, about, they just shot up some stuff in their arms. So we don't even need to tell you what Carl Malone did. I mean, think about think about Charles Barkley kicking reporters and shit like that. Did they talk about that? They say NBA great Charles Barkley, and he has an analyst job on TNT. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, what is your explanation when people bring up these these players like like a Barry Bond? It's like, okay, walk down the street and ask the average person who's the all time leader in home runs. No, they won't even know. No, the first thing they will say, they'll probably say, like, hey, Aaron, because his name is so popular. Oh, is it Babe Ruth? Right, because his name is popular. So when they really don't know who it is. Now, sorry, DJ, we've been just ranting. I was going to say, go ahead, DJ. Go ahead. We're just ranting. I look at it like this. You you also have to factor in the disappearance of African-American players. It just seems like either – and this is – obviously – you have baseball players from all around, but it's just like the appeal to the, the, the when I, I know growing up I, playing baseball, the biggest thing from playing in the youth league was being able to have this. You you would have the same skills. You would try to play on the same teams as mm-hmm. your like white counterpart, but for some reason. Even though you probably were better than your white counterpart, you wouldn't be on your team. So it was kind of like, you know, African Americans at an early age are discouraged from playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Mostly, and I'm like, most sports, well, mine is hockey, but we we've seen black players in hockey get on the ice and do some things, especially yeah. uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. But uh, <laughs> But for a sport that needs more athleticism, Mm -hmm. because that's what people really pay to see, feats. They want to, like, long ball. I'm like, there's there's the actual – I'm like, you have players like Frank Thomas. uh, Who else? Uh, I'll go and say Dave Parker. uh, Damn, I can't even remember – 
he used to play for the Yankees back in the day. We uh, don't talk about physical feats. Think about the smash that Bo Jackson made when he went. Yeah, Bo Jackson climb, going up on the wall, like af- athletic feats, mm-hmm. also style points. Yep. I'm like all these other leagues. Oh, you know what, DJ? Not to cut you off, but real quick, that's another thing. They denounce people who celebrate. And guess and guess who was the lead player? I'm like, it wasn't uh, obviously it was it was Bryce Harper. He was the main person that was like, y'all need to calm down. Yep. We are the new generation of baseball, and mm-hmm. we're gonna do, we're gonna celebrate, we're gonna be open, expressive, and whatnot. Well, you hit a home and, run, we're gonna bean you, we're gonna throw the ball at your head. Give right, me a break. Right. That was seen in the World Series with uh, what's his name carrying the bat after he hit the home run, and then uh, Juan Soto mocking him by doing the same thing when he hit a home run. Right. That, was, that 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 generated eyes, that generated views, that made that series more interesting. But I mean, I, the thing about that is, you know, there's one thing that baseball is missing is like a good. Not when you say heated robbery, you always think about baseball players are actually like fighting and shit. But I'm talking about like a good, clean robbery when they try to one up each other on that level. Not necessarily like uh, I'm gonna hit this motherfucker because he, you know, he, you know, he had a home run on me. I mean, that's that's bullshit. And I know DJ would DJ will agree with this part, which is that those rivalries always had great personalities in them, right? I mean, think about the most recent rivalry. With the, and, with the Red Sox and the Yankees, but I'm saying, Bills, I mean, that's yeah. what happens when you have a rivalry. Those yeah. just that, that, those just naturally happen. But right. it's not even just that with the rivalries; just having personalities in general, and, that, saying, yeah. and that goes along with the disappearance of the African American baseball player. It definitely does. It definitely does. I agree. So I'm um, like, it goes. It, it definitely goes back to that. Um, let's see. Imagine if a guy like Acuna, right? Mm-hmm. Acuna had a signature thing that he did that can go once again into commercials and advertisements Ooh, that you that's see. Signature styles, yeah. Like yep. you, it's like baseball is like that plain baked chicken. Yep, and refuses to serve barbecue chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. basically baseball right now. Um, what's another thing about uh? And it's funny because you talk. Uh, you also talk about a sport that is probably the most affordable to attend. Mm-hmm. And plus, if but, you see, but that, but see that's the criminal <laughs> part of it. The fact that it's so <laughs> it's the most affordable, yeah, right. It's so uh, uh, accessible and easy to attend to these games, and people still not going. Right. I mean, hell, you can go and see your your local uh, semi pro teams play for free, right? Minor league teams play for free. Hell, in, hell, in some cases, it may cost more to go to the minor league game to the MLB. Like, like, game. like I know right. the Boston, the Boston Park leagues. You know, Boston has a couple of decent sized mm-hmm. parks, and you know those those games are free. You get them for free. Listen, I know there's one down there in my hometown. They have a, a team down there, and I know some of their tickets are in between twelve and twenty four dollars. I can go up here to Atlanta. And go to SunTrust Park, and I could probably get in a game for like five to four bucks. That that that's criminal, right? And, and people still don't go to those games. And it's like there's not a bad seat in a, in, in any of the stadiums. No, you uh, always- you, can, you can go standing room only, catch a, a home run possibly, and 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 even before that, the interaction with the players, mm-hmm. of like during the game. 
It's like, yeah. and that's where the personalities, the lack of personalities come in because the players, they don't interact with their fans. And that leads me to another point. How many players in the MLB do you know, do we know have a, have a connection with the community? Their, their team's community. Yeah. Like, we don't see any programs well, that MLB is sponsoring. They, we they don't used, see any of it. They used to do that in Atlanta until they moved them up to Kyle County. Because, I mean, when 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 Atlanta, when the Braves was in, you know, Fulton County Stadium, but when it was at the Olympic Stadium, we call Turner Field now, um, well, we call it Paulson North now because Georgia State actually runs the football field there. But every time Georgia Southern has a game, we outsell them. So, but that's another story. But when they were downtown, the Braves did stuff in the community because I mean, you had nowhere to go. I mean, it's, it's, it was right there. Once they moved into Cobb County, I mean, you're you're next to Cumberland Mall. You're right off I-75. Downtown is 20 minutes away. It's like nobody. They don't do anything for. There is no community where SunTrust Park is compared to. When you were like literally five minutes away from the fourth ward, or you was like, you know, 10 minutes away from McDaniel Drive. It's like you was like right there downtown when it was Turner Field. It's like that's just on it. I mean, I, I'm only speaking for the Braves, but right. when, when that was it, when, when their stadium was downtown, they were actually doing stuff. But like now, you know, like well, you said, they, they don't do it. Well, one thing I would say, because I remember being an a Orioles fan growing up. And I remember going to the stadium. It felt like being in a parade going to the stadium. Like everything would be in orange. Like the community literally was draped in orange and black because those were the Baltimore Orioles. This is when they had Memorial Stadium. They were on 33rd Street. You had to travel a little further into Baltimore. Like the real part of Baltimore, not downtown Baltimore, but the real part of Baltimore, like right. the hood. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but leading up to the stadium, you would see the balloons. Like this is just for a regular game day. This is not for a playoff. This is there was a connection with the. I felt like with the local community, right? So it, right. It's just continuing that that whole thing. It's like we look around at the league, and it's just like, what does your team actually stand for? What are they committed to within their community? And it's that I believe it's that lack of connection. They may be involved in something, but no one knows. Like, what, I mean, I mean, like, I, mean, like, I don't even know what the nationals really stand for when it comes to the community. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, even like the only team that I know, like when I was when when I lived in Atlanta, I know Atlanta, the Falcons did a lot. I mean, they used to come down from Flowery Branch, which is on the other side of Gwinnett County. They used to come down and they used to um, do photo ops and you know used to buy groceries for people in, in the neighborhoods and like you would have a photo op with Julio Jones or Matt Ryan to do something for the community. Now the Falcons like the only team I know that's in Atlanta that would do stuff like that. Like the the Hawks, they kind of started doing it like recently, but you know two three years ago, I mean they, I mean they're literally downtown. I mean Phillips Arena is like right next to CNN, um, right next to CNN. It's like right there, and they're like, well what the Hawks are doing, you know? So, like, you have some, but it's like they're far and few and far, you know? It's, it, it sucks because, like, we was talking about, like, with baseball, that's where you can get – you can get people to come watch your games easily if you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People, will, people will come to your games just because, like, hey, I remember, you know, such and such did this for my mm-hmm. community and showed us how to pitch a, a baseball or how to catch, like – like parents, I, you know, parents to see that, like, hey, what is the next game? Well, we'll go to the game. Or this four dollars, we'll go to the game. You know, like, what here, I mean? like here's a memory I I have from attending a baseball game, and this was when, the, again, 
I was an Orioles fan growing up in the 90s. I remember a game, and I don't know if anybody remembers this pitcher's name, Ben McDonald, that used to play for the Orioles, used to pitch number 19 for anybody mm-hmm. Orioles fan, the one person that may be still watching. Um, <laughs> but I was. I remember Brady Anderson. Oh, yeah. Everybody so, remembers yeah. Brady Anderson at the steroid year. He had like 50 something. Home home run, run, and after that, the next year, he, he had like two. Right. Elvis impersonator. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Cleveland Indians were in town, so their big guy was Albert Bell, African-American player. That connection was a, was kind of like short, brief, but I remember he was taking bad practice, hitting monster shots uh, off the uh, the pitching coach and whatever. And then I'm sitting there, I'm yelling. I was like, are you going to hit one of the – a term used to be called gopher ball, a pitcher with those, like an easy, lazy mm-hmm. pitch easily hit out just explain it to the viewers mm-hmm. and I had to, I yelled out I was like are you gonna hit one of Ben McDonald's gopher balls Albert Bell was like yep and then <laughs> showed up during the game Ben McDonald threw a typical gopher ball and Albert knocked the fuck out of it <laughs> so it was one of those things where like the player like I feel like baseball is probably baseball because you can get so close to the players without paying thousands and thousands of dollars to even get within earshot of them. You can get autographs. But, again, it's that connection. Baseball easily because that has the easiest path to connecting with the players. They don't use that enough. So this is what – this is. Uh, do you have anything else before I – No, no go ahead. Um. So, you know, I was making just a short list of things I haven't mentioned because, you know, there's so many issues with the sport. Um, You know, it just, okay, I'll give you an example. For example, they run unopposed for months at a time during the summer. Perfect opportunity to bring in casual fans. You know what they do? They put games on at stupid fucking times when nobody would watch because they're out at the beach or something. (laughs) It's like take advantage of those nights when basketball's not going to be on, when football's not going to be on. They don't do that. Then they run opposed by the NFL and the NBA on nights when they want to put baseball on. Nobody's going to watch that shit. You got to you have to be very selective about when you put your games on. You have to be selective about the teams that you put on. Because I'm sorry, but nobody wants to watch the fucking well, okay, maybe now the Milwaukee Brewers are better, but around <laughs> 2002, nobody wanted to watch the fucking Milwaukee Brewers. On primetime television, put the Yankees on more, put the Red Sox on more, put those organizations on, put those teams on more so people can see the best version of your league. That's one thing. The second part is cut. Now, I know a lot, once again, baseball peers aren't going to like this. Cut the season short because I, I've talked about this before with the NFL. The reason why the NFL is so special, part of it is because you feel like if you miss any week of football, you've missed a lot because there's only 16 of them. There's only 16 games for your home team. Right. If they make the playoffs, then they'll well, get uh, – I mean, technically, you know, it's eight games for the home team. But I get what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying for the team that you watch on TV, though. Gotcha, there's only gotcha. 16 games in a regular season. Baseball, right. people say, oh, they play 162 games. I'll watch it another day. Another day never comes. But if people know that – 
they have to catch lightning in a bottle to see baseball. If you cut down the number of games that they play, it'll feel more important. So that's another thing. Too many pointless games in baseball. So like I talked to DJ about a couple weeks ago. You lose 10 games in a row in baseball, still be in contention, still be fine. It's just looked at as a part of the season. The Washington Nationals, clear example. 1931, uh, what, May 24th? Yeah. Then rattled off, what, the second best record in all the major league baseball. Yeah. To, to win the World Series eventually. Um, so. so there's that. And then, once again, we already talked about accentuate your stars. Accentuate how much skill it takes to play the sport because it takes a lot. Accentuate those things. See, they have that, to, yeah. And then on top of that, again, just reiterating the fact that if you're going to, you're going to market them more than market that connection to the community more with those players it's just yeah. like they they it take they take that community they take that connection and then they all like I, again I, I keep repeating this enough because of my own personal experience with baseball and being african-american playing baseball is the fact that it doesn't i'm like they give it's like the league has given up on it on just reaching out to the african-american youth that this is a sport that you can play as well. But right. it's not better than your counterparts. And people are gonna claim, oh well, you know, you know, the baseball players don't have any personality. Neither is fucking Lionel Messi. People know <laughs> who he is. Exactly. So get it together. People should know who Cody Bellinger is. They should know who Mike Trout is. They should know who Mookie Betts is. Shoot. They, they only know it- Bryce Harper because he fucking starts trouble half the time or Slamming his helmet or fucking get choked out by Pavel Bond, <laughs> and really he's a genius because he's getting himself in the news. Mm-hmm. People know who he is, right? Y- Yasiel Puig. You want to talk about the black effect? There, mm-hmm. he's a freak athlete. Oh, yeah. let's let's not bring up Tim Range Jr. How they were rashing him for his personality, but I'm like, right. that's part of it. I'm like, but Bryce Harper kind of got away with that same type of personality. I'm like, all right, I, it's happening in baseball too. Okay. And, yes. and another thing, you got you got a you got a guy like Freddie Freeman. He's been through all the shitty years in Atlanta. That's right. never glorified. Now that they're actually good again, that's not glorified. You know, you see what I'm saying? It's like all these things the NBA talks about. Dirk Nowitzki was there during the, the dog years of, of the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. And they celebrate that. So those are the things they have to capitalize on, but it seems like their marketing team is just clueless, so they don't have one because people would care about that shit. And like I said, there's no other sport that runs unopposed for months at a time, and they don't capitalize on it. It's crazy to me. Um, I'm gonna have to bring up the African American experience one more time because when's the last time we've seen a dominant pitcher? Dontre Willis. Yeah. <laughs> But, still, mean, but even even so, he's the closest. Yeah. He's the closest, but you know that's one. I'm like last time before. Oh, that, Chapman. Rodas Chapman, but he's a closer. Okay, two. Um, but last time you really seen one was Satchel Page. Oh yeah, it's a long time. I exactly my point. Very long time. So and and trust tr- trust you trust me trust. Everybody here on this on this show, 
we can pitch. We have some pitches that we can create. <laughs> and Trust you know what, though? And here's the other thing. And y'all would know this better than me. Back during the cocaine era of the NBA, when everybody was bitching about how many black players were on the team, and they said, hey, we need some white players, mm-hmm. what happened? Larry Bird got drafted. <laughs> Nowadays, people look at baseball, oh, ain't nothing but Hispanics playing baseball. Change that perception. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just don't get how they don't cap. We can see it. They can't see it from a fan's perspective because they don't ask fans what they want. Fans have said for years, a lot of them have said, we want a DH in the National League, and they've ignored them. They're just tired of baked chicken with no seasoning. They've asked, can you make the strike zone smaller so the pitchers have to throw over the plate? Or Can I get marinara sauce every now and then? they've, They've asked, can we have an electronic? All this shit's been brought up, and they just they ignore it. It's, it's just I don't know, man. I like I said, point, I thought at one point they was gonna have a thing where the fans are gonna be interacting with the game. <sighs> I, I thought there was an idea to have them like have little uh, displays or whatever where they could participate in like trivia's and stuff like. And that's another thing, fan. Like again, going back to fan interaction, fan connection. What about instead of them taking selfies? in the middle of the game and whatnot, and not even paying attention to what the hell is going on, get them involved in the game itself. I'm like, you want to say, who's the, what was the best player of the game? Then have them vote. And here's you the know, one positive I will say as far as what you're talking about with, um, you know, fan interaction and stuff like that. The mm-hmm. one thing I'll say that's a positive in, in, in how they've evolved is, and this is more so a credit to ESPN because I don't think any other channel does this that covers baseball. They always mic a guy up. They mic a guy up like they one yes. specific player for like an entire half an inning, which definitely gets their personality out there. But the issue is they don't do it enough. Mm. They don't do it enough. I mean, look at the NFL, right? The NFL was never really waning, but you know, I mean, people watch those mic'd up clips on NFL Network just to see what Ray Lewis was saying. Just to see what those players were saying, it's some of the greatest like moments. That it's I mean, uh, Mike Singletary, Mike Singletary, his famous clip. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's what we're saying, bro. Like, uh, get get that deal done. That's all I can say. Get that fucking deal done. I know this much: yeah, people didn't really start paying attention to you know the Nationals until they you started seeing them celebrate in the uh, dugout after certain home runs and whatnot, and. Yeah, so that's all I got on that. Hmm. Anything else, VF? No, I, I'm good. I'm good. I was just letting y'all, you know, finish that one up because uh, I think uh, overall the baseball um, angle was pretty interesting because a lot of stuff has been going on over there that nobody's really been talking about. Um, yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, I guess it's, it's about the two-hour mark almost. I guess we can make it come to a close. I know some people came and gone. We do appreciate them, though. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, like I said, you know where to find us. Uh, DJ, his um, YouTube channel link is in the description. Bills, he doesn't want me to put his link in the description, but you can find it and just subscribe to his shit anyway. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and like I said, episode five, Stay of Decay 2, The Storm is live, so go check it out. 
I need to get my computer from upstairs and bring it downstairs. My second one is actually a pretty decent rig. I can use that just to stream only on. Mm-hmm. So I need to bring that down. I've just been real lazy because with the weather changing, it's hot as hell upstairs, and I'm 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 not dealing with that. I'm on well, the third floor. Get an air purifier. And a yeah, fan. I know, I know, I know, I know. I need to get one. Ion Pro, not the ones with replaceable filters. You want to save money. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Thank, thanks for the advice because I, I, I really need one. But um, nevertheless, 149 will be on Thursday. We're going to talk about the actual Sony conference. I think that's going to be pretty much most of the episode, if anything, unless something else comes up. Uh, like I said, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, you can find us there. Uh, other than that, man, you know, everybody just keep your head up. It's not the best going on out here. Be mindful of what you say and what you say. I mean, who you say it to. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be fucking racist. Yeah. I, I guess that goes without saying, but nowadays, it's a black. lot of it's a lot of people getting exposed lately. I would yeah. say this: Black Lives Matter. And if you if and, and if you don't understand that as well, you're you're you're, you're a fucking problem. The one thing I'll say is if you, if your response to Black Lives Matter automatically is All Lives Matter, just don't say anything. Because because right. obviously it does, but you don't understand what comes behind saying yeah. Black Lives Matter. I mean, come on, let's not be idiots. It, it's oh, like yeah. saying, it's like, hey, I like um, I want a banana, but why don't you like all fruits? Shut the fuck up! I'm like, damn, right. like, you know what right. we're trying to say. Yeah. Well, and also I had a declaration I was gonna make. Um, if you're a person of color, namely African American, and you still support Trump after all this. I'm gonna classify you as a simp or a pet. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Looking at you, Hodge twins. Fuck y'all. That's all I got. How you gonna Pooh says get rid of your anger by playing Max Payne 3? Oh, he I saw him. He was playing Max Payne uh 2, I believe. You know, Max- I've never played any of those. Yeah, you slipping. Yeah, I beat. I've beaten all three Max Payne. So I'm, I'm not. I, yeah, I'm. I'm dead serious. I mean, you might. I mean, like right now, you may. You got a 360, right? Who? Uh, yeah, I, I got. I don't I know. I don't, know I don't know if you still got it now. I mean, I, I got it, but when it, I, I, it up. and it's kind of still on. Isn't it on PC? No, but I'm saying I don't oh, recommend. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't recommend I him. I don't recommend him playing Max Payne one or two now. They're a bit dated. Mm. They're, they're still amazing games. Yeah. They're a bit dated. Watching who play it, it was just—I was just like, "Oh God, I remember that time." Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a great game, but it's dated. But mm. um, Max Payne Three, you you need to play that game. Max Payne Three is still the goat. Yeah, you, you need to play that game because you're talking about that was prime. That was because uh, Five Hundred Five had the Euphoria engine. The, the engine was in there. The yeah, they they used that was. The, I think that was the first game they used it outside of Backbreaker. I'm not sure. Right, and yeah, that game is still a goat. Yeah, that by game the way, is great for everybody who cares. Uh, Friday, apparently, Doug Flutie's Maximum Football 20 will have some news coming out. Uh, there'll be a showcase at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, you know, I um in the DMs I actually placed the because they're they're putting it out there that if so we can possibly do something about that. Yeah, what, what's what, up? What did you say? I you cut out while you what did you say? Oh no, I, I'll we'll discuss more of it after. Oh, go okay, go. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of know what he was saying, but yeah. All right, y'all. Um, 
We'll see you guys on Thursday. We'll talk about Sony and everything else behind it. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Defund the police. <laughs> wow, so